0: Welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast with Ryan Cote, where we feature casual conversations with entrepreneurs about personal development and growth.
1: Hey, Chris, welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast. How are you?
0: I'm great. Thanks for having me.
1: Yeah, I'm excited to talk to you. It's going to be a fun 15 minutes. Let's kick this off with you telling my audience of morning upgraders who you are, what you do for a living, and then something you're grateful for at the current moment.
0: Sure. I'm a licensed therapist, and I own a virtual private practice. And I'm also considered a business owner with that too, since I'm the owner of that and have one person that works for me. I'm also a podcaster. So I have I'm host the Holistic Counseling Podcast. And I'm also a yogi. So I do yoga every day.
1: Wow. Every day for for how many minutes?
0: Depends on the day. So today I went to the gym. So I did only a few minutes at the gym. But on Mondays, I take a class. So I do an hour class, and then most days I do like fifteen
1: minutes or so. Is that your main form of exercise, yoga?
0: Oh no, no. <laughs> I vary. So I do spin class, and I do cardio and weight. Oh wow, that's part so of you... my morning routine. Often, yeah.
1: Very fit individual. That's impressive. Okay. <laughs> well, you mentioned morning routine. So, what are your what do your mornings look like?
0: So most mornings, I get up and I do some yoga, meditation. I do some reading. I like to do some kind of reading something i want to learn more about and i like to vary it so sometimes i might do some pradayama yoga is what breath work is and might do some breathing or i may do some journaling for me i like the flexibility because i used to do the miracle morning but i found it was too many things to keep up with and i was just kind of going through the motions let me affirmation now let me do this and it was just okay. yeah it, it got to be too much so i like to Narrow that down, and if sometimes I don't feel like doing yoga, I will just read. Or, what do I feel like doing this morning? What will what? what am I connected to this morning? Let me do that. Yeah.
1: So how long is the routine typically?
0: Depending on how much time I have, it's it's usually 30 to 45 minutes.
1: And do you have uh, a family and kids that so you have to structure that around? Or
0: No, I have cats and a husband. So.
1: Okay. <laughs> so I, I
0: feel fortunate to have that time, yeah, to, to really put into that and and really get myself together. So I like to get up earlier and then if I'm depending on the time of year to see the sun rising in my backyard and see the sky and just kind of connect to nature as well.
1: You're in North Carolina, right? It's beautiful there. Yes.
0: Yeah, it is. It's really nice. We have woods in our backyard, so it's just nice to see the change of seasons and I watch the birds and kind of get some nature, especially because I'm working from home and on the computer all day. So I really need that that time and i go outside too when it's nice and just uh connect with the earth and the trees and just try to be present that mindfulness
1: yeah i'm, pr- I'm practicing that as well so you with the yoga for someone that's um thinking about doing yeah. it is there an easy way to get started with it like what's the what's oh, your best place yeah. there
0: well in the cool part of yoga is it's not just most people think it's asanas which are the postures the movements right there's more to yoga than that. There, there's breath work or meditation. So some people may want to start with one of those if the thought of doing the physical part is intimidating. But the yoga I teach is more about calming the nervous system. It's more slow, mindful, gentle yoga. So I recommend starting with that if you do want to do some of the yoga movements. Cause it's hard to go to a fit power, power class. <laughs> And jump right in and do. I had this one lady that I went to a class. I thought I was going to (laughs) die. And I'm an Uh experienced yogi, and she just did all these sun salutations like so fast, like you barely get the pose out. And I'm like, for me, that's not yoga. I I like to take my time, do the slow, mindful movements, and and that can be very calming for the nervous system. Or I also teach some energizing poses as well.
1: Yeah, I have a vivid memory. I don't know how many years ago this is. This was before I had kids, so it was at least twelve years ago. Um, thirteen years ago, I went to my wife and I went to this. We're going to the same gym, and there was a yoga class that she wanted to try. So I was like, "I'll try it with you." And it was an hour long. I think I lasted about twenty minutes. I was like, "I'm out of here. I'm just gonna go do the normal stuff."
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's it's really tough. Like doing power yoga is really tough. Um, So I highly recommend just starting with more gentle movements, and you know, even doing something. Now that we have so much virtual, now you can go even on YouTube and get a free class and just. Google that gentle class, gentle yoga, and start from there. And you can do seated yoga. That's what people don't realize is it's not just on the mat. You can also do chair yoga, which is really good if you sit in a, a you know a lot during the day. You can do it seated or standing with your chair for balance. So there's so many different options out there.
1: Yeah, I feel like being flexible is sort of like a secret weapon. I, I feel like I, I've, there was some basketball player I was reading about, and he was talking about how he stretches for like, well, actually, no, well, that is true. It was, he was for like an hour a day, but then if you listen to like David Goggins talk and he's like this crazy athlete, just out of his mind kind of athlete, and he stretches every day for two hours at the end of his day, he's doing it. There's something to it, (laughs) you know?
0: That's a lot. Yeah. But it's that mind body connection is just, just tuning in, you know, with your body and being present
1: we'll switch to a different topic after this, but I, I don't think we talk about yoga much here. So I have one more question about that. So for my audience that's thinking about starting, you said going yeah. to YouTube and searching for gentle yoga. That's the best place to start. Yeah.
0: And beginner too. Cause myself and I'm very experienced. I've done some yoga online, but unfortunately I don't, I can't do headstands or any of these crazy poses. And some of, some of these instructors they'll jump right in with some of these more difficult poses. So I don't recommend that. It's, it's just doing more gentle, even starting with chair yoga. That that could be a good
1: starting point. Okay. Yeah, didn't even know that was a thing. So perfect.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I know what the title of this podcast is going to be. I'm already, I'm already thinking about, you know, when we edit it and stuff. It's all about yeah. yoga. So let's talk about your business. Um, how sure. long have you had the business for? How, how long have you been a business owner for?
0: Since 2015.
1: So what have you had the most success with in terms of growing it?
0: I think for me, I came from a W-2 job. And so this was extremely difficult <laughs> to figure out how to do a business and learn all those business skills. Was I think it is connections with other people. So once I started connecting with other therapists in the field, um, we all refer to each other. We all help each other out. And that's made the biggest difference. Oh my gosh, the biggest growth for my practice and, and connecting with people who have the same niche as me. So I'm a holistic therapist and finding other people who are holistic is helpful because then we attract some of the similar clients. And of course we get full at times. So we still, we can just refer to each other in those moments. And that's been probably the number one thing that's been most helpful. And I also do SEO for my website. And work on that. That's been extremely helpful in helping me grow. And honestly, the pandemic helped business because we all switched to online virtual. And fortunately in this field, we're able to provide counseling through the pandemic. And of course, more people needed mental health care. So that really opened up a whole new world for the counseling field. And, and now a lot of people have transitioned to full-time virtual like I have.
1: Just for those that are curious, me being one of them, what is holistic therapy? Like how does that var- how does that compare against like
0: regular yeah, therapy traditional? We call it more traditional therapy. <laughs> so most people think about like traditional therapy is just talk therapy or like Freud with somebody laying on the couch. And you know that's more of the psychodynamic, it's called approach. But holistic incorporates lots of different modalities, and sometimes it's just treating the whole person as an example, I might talk to someone who has depression, but ask them to go to their primary care doctor to. Figure out if there could be a physical cause, which has happened with a lot of my clients, that they might have a thyroid issue or, you know, to make sure they get physically checked as well. That's part of holistic counseling, but also spiritual. So if people want to talk about spiritual practices or ways to Mm -hmm. cope with that, we can talk about that. Or I use yoga in sessions with clients. So sometimes I incorporate the body using more what we call somatic approach is using the body. And and that's another way to work through trauma or anxiety and depression too. So it's a it's a little bit different perspective. And I use meditation too. So that's more of a holistic modality. But there's so many different kinds of modalities people use that are different from the traditional norm. You know, I'm just sitting and talking. Yeah, yeah good to know.
1: I learned something new here today. So, I'm yeah. sure a lot of a lot of <laughs> my audience has as well. Yeah. What habits do you have like in terms of your own mental health, like how do you protect it? What habits do you oh, have yeah. that you rely on?
0: One of those is to schedule things in my practice around my workout routines. <laughs> so I don't start till later so that I can get workouts in or do my yoga. I prioritize that and I really try to prioritize setting an end time, which can be a struggle <laughs> when you have several things going on, but really. Okay, this is 6 o'clock is my end time. That's when I'm going to end. And doing a transition from that, which may be for me just listening to a fun podcast or, you know, do listening to music. Sometimes I, I do like trash TV. <laughs> you know, something that's totally not counseling related. Something just to escape from. And I try to schedule on the weekend just time that's fun with friends and totally no work because it's easy as a business owner to get caught up in, well, let me have some, I have some time today. Let me go ahead and respond to some of these emails. No. So I really make Saturdays my one day that I don't respond to any emails. I don't do anything and just totally try to have fun and and connect with people.
1: It's gotta be tough because you're in a profession where I'm assuming some of your, do you call them, do you call them patients or clients?
0: I call them clients.
1: Yeah. Clients. So I'm assuming some of them are requesting night hours because if they're working during the day and they can't take a Mm -hmm. 30 or 60 minute call during the day, they need right. nighttime hours. So it must be hard to set those times, those ends, end times.
0: It is, it is. But yeah, so I've kind of cut back on actually evening hours. A lot of my clients either are students. I work a lot with young adults or they're, they have um, work from home. So they have more flexible hours. So it's worked out for me a lot. Because if people only request they can do weekend sessions or late evening, then I just refer them on.
1: You do gratitude practice?
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. That's something I'm learning to do twice a day now. I, I learned this from my yoga teacher that to start your day with gratitude, and I do that before I get out of bed, just once I wake up, just being thankful I'm here, thankful for whatever opportunities are coming my way. And then before bed, I actually started um, this journal that's called a five-minute journal. I don't know if you've heard of these, but oh, yeah. it just has, yeah. has the, yeah, I love it because it has the prompts about gratitude and what it I can't remember all the questions, but there's several questions. It only takes five minutes, and and it's been very helpful to kind of zone in on that because sometimes I might sit there and think on my own, like, hmm, I don't know. (laughs) What do I want to write? So it it is kind of helps me to kind of tune in a little more about the day.
1: Yeah, I'm actually very similar to you in that regard. I do it first thing when I wake up, and then, yeah, I've got a journal that I write, like kind of like a recap at the end of the day, like what went well and all that stuff, and, yeah, I find it very helpful. Let's go back to <clears throat> let's go back to business before I ask you about the meaning of life. That's probably how we'll end this conversation. <laughs> so before we go to that question, let's talk about your business. You said you started in two thousand fifteen. You yes. were at W W two before. So yep. and you said there was a lot of challenges. Like how did you get through Absolutely. those challenges? Does anything stand oh, out?
0: That's rough, man. <laughs> it's really <laughs> difficult. Uh, and it's building your confidence too, I think, because... I'm a totally different person from when I I used to work in the school system as a school counselor. So, you know, that was, I go to work and I do what I'm told and I see my students and it's totally different. But now it's like everything's on me, but man, that's a big shift. But I think it was getting mentored by other people, researching. And as time has gone on, there's more resources available for counselors and therapists through podcasts or things. I mean, I had a book that I would use, it sounds old fashioned, I would have a, a a book that's in your hands that I used to help me get started because we have to have these other people that have done this and been there to get information from them and I actually hired a coach at one point. So getting all those resources together, your support team, I think was what made the huge difference because you can't do it by yourself.
1: No, no, you're actually making me think of, I have a friend, John Clark, who, is in, who was in one of my masterminds oh, yeah. a while back. Do you know John Clark?
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. He's a good friend of mine. And, uh, he's got, mm-hmm. he's a therapist himself. I don't know if he's a holistic therapist, but he's a therapist and he's got a mastermind for, for, ther- for therapists. So I figured you might know him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure.
1: Small world. Cool. Look at that.
0: It is, isn't it? We're all connected. Everything is connected. That's part of yoga theory. too.
1: Yeah, no, I believe in that. I really do. And well, connected. speaking of that, on that tone you know, around that, you know, that topic, let's talk about the meaning of life. Let's, uh, this is my last question for you, and then we'll wrap up with you sure. telling everyone how, you can, uh, how they can learn more about you if they want to reach out. And so uh, okay. what in your experience, through, through your personal lens, what is the meaning of life?
0: I think it's multi multilayered. I don't think there's one meaning, and I think it might be different for everybody. But I think um, universally that it's to love and to be loved. I think love is, is a universal thing that we all can connect with. But I think that we're all brought to this earth to learn certain lessons, and I believe in past lives. And if we don't get it this time around, guess what? You get to do it again <laughs> the next round. So I think trying to, whatever those lessons are, and I think individually, it's going to be different for everybody, that meaning, finding that meaning through the lessons we need to learn spiritually, whatever comes up for us that we keep struggling with, right? From life to life and coming to that place of building our purpose. And, and I feel like my meaning now is just being able to help other people who are struggling and to be able to find the joy and peace. And and that's how I find meaning in my life.
1: I love that answer. And I think a lot of it also comes down to like trying different things and experiencing different things and going down different paths. That's how, you know, that's how you're going to find those things that you're meaning, you know, by just trying new things.
0: Yeah, exactly. Opening up opportunities and connecting with people.
1: Yeah, like when I started Morning Upgrade, I never do. I'd have a podcast talking to people like you, and so you just never know where the journey is going to take you.
0: Yeah, I know that's so cool.
1: Well, this was great, Chris. Yeah. Um, thanks for everything you shared. If someone's oh, like, you. I want to learn more about Chris, where where should we send them?
0: I welcome you to come to my podcast, the Holistic Counseling Podcast dot com, and I actually have an episode that your listeners may be interested in. And I just had my hundredth episode last week, oh, and awesome. it was about finding balance in your life so if that's of interest i highly recommend listening to that one
1: okay perfect we'll link that up in the show notes thank you chris great job thank
0: you thanks for listening to the morning upgrade podcast please subscribe and review and don't forget to visit us at morningupgrade.com for more content